trying to think which subject was more important in school, finite or calculus? Yeah, none of the above. <laughs> it's episode 160 of Espresso with Love. Let's get it. One Love Podcast. Wake up with a smile with your host, Disco. Yes. Woo. Good morning, beautiful people. It's your host at Thank You Disco, and welcome to Espresso with Love, where we hope to jumpstart your week with a little energy, a little fun, and a lot of love. How is everyone doing this morning? <laughs> For those that care, it was Super Bowl yesterday, but I guess if you care, you would have already known that. Now, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of... Uh, or a big football fan, but that game was definitely one for the history books for so many different reasons. The most winningest quarterback in NFL history, whether you like him or not, Tom Brady at 43 years old, the Michael Jordan of football went on to compete in his 10th Super Bowl opposite the youngest quarterback in history to make it back-to-back championships, to make it to -to back-to-back championships, Patrick Mahomes, pretty sure he's like tied. Him and Tom Brady both won their first Super Bowl at age 24-25. Again, if you like American football, everything about this game was pretty epic. And I live right next door to the United States, so I cannot be ignorant to the biggest sporting event held there. But in Canada, it was very rare if your high school uh, had a solid football team. <laughs> I actually only think one of the three high schools I went to even offered that as an option. So I never really grew up an NFL fan. But speaking of school and epic events, this month is Black History Month in both Canada and the United States. And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we really need to start asking some tough questions. You see, if our education system never taught us about taxes, about money, about credit, and everything else that is actually so important in our lives, how seriously do you think they take black history? And I'm so sorry for saying something that I'm not 100% sure about, but I highly doubt that growing up the curriculum that was even taught to me was organized by the African American community. Growing up in Canada, Black History Month was very normal. It was literally just that, celebrating history. But most things we are taught in school, unfortunately, it's all just a beautiful distraction. And it honestly bothers me so much today, knowing how impressionable kids are and how the whole idea of the word education is actually bastardized in our society. It's as though just because we have a place, like a building, and we call it a school, and the people who are teachers in their own right, but just because of those two elements um, simply means education on this side of the world. And again, because there's literally no logic as to why we are taught what we are taught, there's nothing about high school that is actually preparing you for the real world. Especially seeing as how the world has changed so much since I've attended high school. There is nothing about our education system that you actually need to survive today. And we know this with the pandemic because essentially there's been no education system for the past year. Why do you think there are more millionaires and billionaires today that are self-taught? Now, don't get me wrong. The idea of education is actually paramount to the success of us as a society. 
but it cannot be left without substance. It cannot be in the manner in which it is currently presented. We cannot continue to live in a copy and paste world where you're forced to read a textbook, try to memorize it, get tested on our memorization skills, and then be deemed smart enough or not to graduate or move towards continuing education. In 2021, this cannot be the standard. Never forget that the only reason why people want to come to Canada, for example, the, only, the reason why we claim even that this life is better here is only because we compare it to some place we think is worse. The only reason our education system is considered great by any means is because the countries we compare it to are worse. If on a personal level, if I always compared myself to someone who has disabilities or challenges that I don't, can't speak my language, has uh, like these unnamed difficulties, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. If I compare myself to that type of person every single day, you don't think I can look at myself and see how much quote unquote better I am? How ignorant is that? Or worse, where is the purpose or reasoning by this logic to keep getting better and better? How can I even begin to motivate myself if I keep comparing to something or someone who has less than me? Why is it that these so-called first world countries always compare themselves to what's worse only to make themselves feel better? But on the same hand, when we look at the accomplishments of individual people, we never use them as a standard of greatness. We never use a successful business as a model to be taught in our schools. When we learn of how incredible a tool money is, we never share that with our younger generation. You actually think teaching calculus in school added even 1% value in 99% of students' lives? It did not. It does not. And it will not. In Canada, I have been sheltered through the education system to believe that the worst was over. Because now we're talking about Black History Month, right? That slavery was the end-all and be-all of cruel and unusual punishment. That the so-called freedoms in which myself, African-Americans, and people from all walks of life are now to enjoy are signs of greatness that was achieved by the leaders before me. And it's as though they are teaching us that everything that happened in the past was the absolute lesson and that we should simply be grateful for the world we live in today. And that is definitely tough to swallow. I say that because... I am blessed with free thought and I can't just accept that because it is dumb. And while last year was the biggest eye-opener in my life when it comes to systemic prejudice, I cannot rely on government or celebrities or even worse, corporations who take advantage of these daunting situations and allow them to keep spreading this false narrative of happiness. Because happiness does not come from simply believing in it. Happiness isn't simply associated with positivity or all this other motivational crap that we are led to believe. Ultimate happiness must come and does come 
from recognizing all the ugly in the world. It comes from understanding all the negativity and wrong in your personal life. Happiness is so real that because most people fake it, it's easy to tell. Most people are not happy. It is almost impossible to achieve such a state when you live in such a state. I hope that didn't go over your head. But today, while we are so blessed to be alive, it is only as great as we truly recognize it to be. And if we keep living life with our head down and with no ambition for greatness, we will be stuck in this phase for a very, very long time. The world is going through a major shift right now. The way we do business, um, the way we interact, the way we live life, it's all changing. And if we look back even 20 years, we can easily see the point. Or at least all the different ways in which we have indeed moved forward as a society. And it's literally night and day. So why is it that as a people, we are miserable, we are upset, we live life without any specific purpose, and we keep hoping that things will get better? 2020 was the best year of my life because I lost a lot, but I've never learned so much. If you at all agree with the gist of this episode, then understand that coming up with excuses is not an option. We as individuals do have the power to make a difference. You have enough power to make a dramatic change in your own life, and you certainly can make an impact in your community. The world is not going to become a better place tomorrow. But if we don't start making the change today, well, then I might as well just put this episode on repeat from now on. You have greatness within you. You have the power to make a change. You have to step outside your comfort zone and accept that love comes in different forms, shapes, and sizes. And if you mean what you feel, you will not be afraid to show it. And with that being said, let's get right into today's Thank you! That's right, every single day I make it a point to at the very least recognize what I am grateful for. Because nobody is going to ensure that you start every morning on the right foot, so you have to take responsibility and do it yourself. Now listen, I don't care how awkward or weird this is, or if you're sitting beside someone right now, I need you to think of two things you are grateful for. Now I'm going to go first, and I'm going to leave you five awkward seconds to go after. So for me today, as always, I am grateful for the roof over my head and the food I have to eat. I am literally so grateful. That's it. That's it. Now it's your turn. You're going to get five seconds. Say it out loud or in your head, but it's two things. Ready? Today, I am grateful for Thank you, beautiful people. Only you, you, only you. So Toronto and friends from around the world, how you feeling this morning? 
Again, I want to give a huge shout out to my crew on the Clubhouse app. If you have access, find me at Thank You Disco and join the group Therapy for Entrepreneurs where you can learn, vent, and share knowledge, ideas, and get support from like-minded individuals. This group is full of awesome human beings, and I am so grateful for their friendship. See, guys, I am not one to ever say go against this or fight against that. All I hope to accomplish is to force you to think uncomfortably, is to force you to understand that compassion is the ultimate trait that is most lacking in today's society. We are not moving any closer to world's peace when we literally have no peace at home. How much longer are we going to play these games? And if you're asking yourself or talking to this podcast right now saying, Disco, how the heck can I begin to start working on this? Well, I'm glad you asked, and it is actually so easy. Because here's the first lesson of today. If you want to learn about black history, please go out and make an effort and talk to actual black people. The second lesson, if you want to be like me and work your entire life trying to make the world a little bit of a better place, then simply wake up every day with purpose. Live your life with a little more intent with a tiny bit more passion. People don't guess whether I care about them or not. They know, they easily know. Being kind, being polite, being friendly, none of these are difficult, but they are getting harder and harder to find. You need to bring this back. Please make being kind cool again. You need to be an example of understanding the bad or negative things within you and then around you. Listen, you cannot move forward if you live in disbelief, if you continue to pretend that everything is okay. Change is inevitable, but everywhere you look in society, it is almost the wrong thing to do. But I'm here to remind you that change does not mean to become different or be somebody you are not. Change means improvement. It means you will evolve or evolve on top of the beautiful human being you already are. But all this power is within your hands and the ability to use it for good is all in your control. I absolutely believe in us. I love you, beautiful people. Please don't forget to love yourself. Today is going to be an amazing day and this week is going to be the best one yet. My name is at Thank You Disco. The show is Espresso with Love. And if you would like to support us, simply click on the link in the description of this episode or visit buymeacoffee.com slash Thank You Disco, where just one cup of coffee will help support and grow this podcast. So reach out to us and show us some love. We sincerely appreciate your support. And for the love of any God you believe in, please subscribe to our channel. Big shout out to my mom for giving birth to me. I love you, mom. And a shout out to freesfx.co for providing me with those awesome sound effects. I'm going to leave you with some happy, upbeat music. So don't turn on that AM radio. Play your favorite song after it. Be happy, Toronto. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. One love. Downtown, the snowy ground is all I can see. I call this place my home, my wawazir. Different ways to say hello is not new to me Making up the whole world all in one city Even though it's cold outside We know how to turn it up Look at all those kids outside But you couldn't guess now where they from If you wanna be outside Lace them up, I'll show you where Everyone's gonna meet tonight At Nathan Phillips Square
You won't. 